Hello, this is the Naomi and Sarah Show. <laughs> With Naomi and Sarah. So yesterday I went to shul and most of the people's davening wasn't as good as it should be. It needed tons of improvement. That's so funny. I was just going to say that. Honestly, that's not funny. This is serious. We're talking about davening. Now why don't you go first? Well, I couldn't concentrate during davening because it was bothering me how no one else was concentrating. I also couldn't concentrate either. I felt like if one person wasn't davening well, the person next to them wouldn't daven well either. And that would keep on going on for the whole shul. Yeah, I remember that I was thinking about how my shul, as a congregation, can improve on davening. My rabbi at shul always said to look in the Torah for advice. Well, then why don't we have a quick look? Okay, so... What about Masachet Bracho Parakei? Well, the first, third, and fourth Mishnah all have something in common that might help our shul. Right, but what are those things? I was about to tell you, but you cut me off. Oh, sorry, I meant to. As I was saying, I think I see something in Olive, can you? Oh, yeah, it's like a king and a snake and stuff. Yeah, it says that if a king asks you a question, you shouldn't respond. And if a snake is on your ankle, don't respond. Well, how can this help us with our problem? Well, it does keep saying, don't respond. So maybe that could help us? Um, I guess. Oh, I think I get it. Like, a distraction and then don't respond? Like, if a king asks you a question, a friend asks you a question, you shouldn't answer their question? And if a snake is on your ankle? Right, so maybe if there's a bug or something? Like, something that'll distract you. So the final thing would be if something is, go- is trying to distract you, don't respond. Yeah. I think we need more information to help us. This doesn't seem like too much. So let's look again. Oh, okay. I think I see something in Gimo. What about you? I'm having trouble translating it. I think it literally translates to if the shalchsiber messes up and they need a replacement, don't respond like you don't want to do it. So... What does this have in common with Mishnah Aleph? Um, don't respond. That sounds good. But, so maybe the don't respond has different meanings for each one of the Mishnah Yot? I think it's more like don't react. Don't react if the king asks you a question. Don't react if there's a snake on your ankle. Oh, and I think maybe like don't react like you don't want to do it in Mishnah Gimel. So I guess the final answer is don't respond. That was useful, but I do think we need a little bit more information so we could save our shul and its davening. How about, let, yeah, let's just look at the next Mishnah. Right, and maybe we could look at the bright tote later. Good idea. Oh, I think I see something in Mishnah Dalid. I see it too. Well, I don't fully understand it. Can you explain it? It says that the Shalach Tzibor shouldn't answer Amin after Kohen. Okay, but I'm not really sure how this could help me. I mean... I'm not a Shalach My congregation, well, the most of it isn't a Shalach Well, the Shalach shouldn't respond to the Kohen's bracha. And the Shalach is the one who sets the mood for the congregation. And that would help everyone. Okay, I get it. But how is this related to uh, the other Mishnayot? Do, 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 do. Don't respond! They all talk about not responding. Yeah. 
the shalach zibur doesn't respond to his bracha. Oh my god, yes, I get it. So far, they are all connected. Woohoo! Okay, you're overreacting. Sorry. <laughs> that was good, but we still need more. How about we look in the bright tote like you said? Yep. I'm always right. But I think I see something. There's this Brighta story. Do you think that could help us? Definitely. Oh, I see something in there. I guess I was right like every other time. I don't understand any of this. Explain it. Well, first of all, stop overreacting. Second of all, I don't have to do anything for you. And third of all, it actually translates to there was this officer who walked over to a person who was davening. That person who was davening didn't respond to the officer. Even though he could have killed him, the person who was davening kept on davening. So, how was that supposed to help us? Well, besides don't respond, the king and the officer are both important people with lots of power. So it connects to Mishnah Aleph. Yeah. So I guess we found our answer? Don't Yay! Don't respond! Why don't we look at one more writer and then we'll be finished. Okay, just one, because this is a lot of work. Okay. So, I see something, but I don't understand it. Can you explain it? Well, in this Brita it says, if someone is asked to leave services, he shouldn't respond with yes, and he shouldn't respond with too much no. If he does, he's like to cook food ruined by too much salt. Okay. Well, I know I kind of look like the stupid one this entire podcast, but how is this supposed to help us? Uh, I don't know. Well, I do. He shouldn't respond. Don't respond. Boom. Why would you ask if you knew the answer? Because I wanted to make you look stupid. Well, then how does this relate? Um, oh, he shouldn't respond with too much yes in one of the Mishnayot, and he shouldn't respond with too much no. So you shouldn't respond with something a lot. You shouldn't respond with too much of anything. Okay, that makes sense, but I got it right. Okay, then. Wow, that was really helpful. Yeah. I know this is really hard to just all put in, so we'll just give you some tips on the solution. So, Naomi, why don't you start? Well, you can make a list of all the things we said to do, and then quickly read it before davening and try to remember it at home when you daven. And, before you dive in, write down where each bracha is in the Siddur with its page and where, like, it's from Marib, Minchar, Shachri, so you will be prepared. Before davening, ask your rabbi to give a speech about focusing on your davening that will inspire you. I'll give you another one. At home, remind everyone that you are about to be davening and will not be able to answer them when they ask you a question. If somebody tries to start a conversation with you, say... I'm so sorry, I would love to chat, but I need to dive in. Hopefully they will understand. Plan something good for yourself if you do a good job of this. Like, go get ice cream. I mean, I love ice cream. Everyone loves ice cream. If you are bored of davening, leave the bait midrash and take a quick walk around the shul. Think about stuff that makes you less bored, and then go back inside so you can concentrate again. I'll give you one last more. Don't sit next to a friend that you are for sure going to talk to, and sit next to someone who you don't talk to. I mean, I sat next to my best friend, and that didn't end well, but then I sat next to a stranger, and and I was fine. Those are pretty useful tips, but we also need to warn people what can cause very bad situations in davening. Okay, 
I'll say that. One of them could be someone is in the middle of Davni Shmona Esrei, and then it stops because they hear their friends laughing and talking together. Another situation could be if someone walks in late to shul and doesn't realize that he's late, then he starts talking. He's disturbed. Everyone's davening. So if one of those situations happens to you, just focus on davening and ignore, or don't respond. And that was another great Talmudic discussion. Remember to learn Torah whenever you have time. You'll have lots of fun, especially with a friend. A great way to do that is by listening to this podcast. Make sure to check out the other podcasts, too. Goodbye, and use those tips.